script get to the script hurry (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the in the wild podcast where we navigate the wild internally and externally follow us for short weekly episodes about living and growing in the natural environment where we explore lessons learned in nature and how they help us become our biggest most wild selves this is in the wild. I almost had that memorized. Dude, you did so great. <laughs> anyway, if you are listening to our sweet, sultry voices, yeah, like, subscribe, rate, share with your tr- preach preacher. You like that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> share with everybody. Okay, we're done. Um, you know what I've been thinking about? What? How special? Yes, it is that we. Mm. Our consciousness, consciousnesses, yes, our our souls mm-hmm. get to exist, right? What a gift! How fucking to cool exist! It? It's amazing. Like people say, or they, they. Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> maybe he said it. We are just the universe experiencing itself, right, through consciousness. Uh, that's fucking amazing. It's amazing, and. There is so much to distract us from that experience. Like your body. Like your body, babies. Like your vessel. So in order to experience consciousness, from my understanding, is there Mm -hmm. has to be some type of tangible, malleable vessel to carry it. Because without it, we're just like too damn powerful, baby. Yeah. And we're in these vessels and we call them bodies. Yes. And we're like stuck in them. Yeah. <laughs> well, must be astral project or meditate yeah. or do some ayahuasca or something. Hope you listen to our Hello Woo Woo episode. <laughs> or like, you know, you do some mind altering, consciousness altering thing. Right. You're in this vessel. Yeah. It's such a beautiful experience to be alive. I think we don't talk about it very often, but we certainly talk about our bodies a fair amount. The thing that is getting us through this experience. The boat. The boat. That we ride. Often takes the front and center. And what a shame, you know, that the body is kind of a point of contention in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think it's like saying the book is more important than the message. Yeah. But really the message is the only thing that matters. Absolutely. Because without without the book, you still have the message. And I think... With our consciousness, with our soul, with our being, with our existence, mm-hmm. you know, we can't we can't comprehend what that is without the body. Right. And unfortunately, the world, the view, society, thousands of years of human thought has limited the idea of what your vessel is. Yes. It's seduced it to a thing it needs to look a certain way or act a certain way or smell a certain way yes and how lame you know boo Boo. we hate it we We hate it we hate it Um, (laughs) (laughs) this has been something bodies (laughs) (laughs) i want out of this one i want to go back to the stream of consciousness or heaven or whatever it's called (laughs) and this is something that you know i think comes up for us a lot we think about it chit chat about it but um in one of our recent inquiries on social media someone mentioned you know how do you find acceptance for your body and what it 
does for you versus what it looks like. And one of the things it does for us is allowing us to exist and experience the world, whatever that looks like. Yeah. You know, where, wherever we may want to travel, we will go in this body. It's literally <laughs> you know? all it is. It's, it's all a it means is. to experience. Right. And we have, we... <laughs> I don't know if we're we, using these like we? large. Sounds like we have we, lots of friends. As, <laughs> we as humans, as these beautiful experiencers of consciousness yeah. and life and and love and joy and peace and pain and all of those things, we're like told that your vessel, ew or yay. Right? Excuse me, what? My vessel is my vessel. Yes. Your vessel is yours. Your vessel is yours. And to have anyone tell you that that vessel is not right or not great or not perfect yeah like that's so petty and how small-minded of them how small-minded it's so restrictive yeah. like gross not expansive no, shut that shit down <laughs> shut honey. that shit down <laughs> but not fun it is simply the boat that carries you on the water of life yeah the boat that carries you on the water of life <laughs> and it. what really needs to be shared here is that every body every human body is the yes. same we are of the humankind we are of the same species mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't feel like it yeah but we are all humans we are right. all the same we all have mostly the same stuff yeah but we are vastly different so true very similar and very different and being able to celebrate both of those things, like celebrating how cool the human body is in and of itself. The human body is amazing. Mm. When I think about the human brain, wow. Do like, you know that it's literally just fat that has electric ele electrical like zapping that's through insane. it? That's insane. What me exist out of that? Right. I mean, the fact that how we how we grow, the way that our um, organs work. I mean, it's absolutely amazing and. I am in wonder and awe of the human body all of the time. It's not the way that it looks. That's the interesting part. <laughs> like the interesting part is it's how it, it fucking yeah. works. Do you know where your pee comes from? Quick question. Where does your pee come from? Tell me, nurse. No, tell me. Oh. <laughs> from my, my body, from my bladder. So most people think when you drink water, yes. it goes to your bladder. Yeah. Right? It's just like when you eat food, it goes to your, right. you know, your bowels. Yes. So... When you drink water, it gets it goes out through your intestines into your bloodstream mm. and your kidneys filter it. So it doesn't come from your mouth. I mean, if, yes, of course it does. But urine comes from your blood. And, you know, like just thinking of like you drink water, it yeah. becomes blood and then it becomes pee. Crazy. And then it goes out the drain to the ocean. It's a <laughs> or even like just how your vision works. Dude, vision is insane. How your cells <laughs> <Period>. work. <laughs> like, the fact that we can see yes. is pretty rad. It's pretty rad. And it's a shame to me that, you know, we're just kind of spitballing and being like, oh, isn't this interesting about the human body or the brain or like urine? Where does urine come from? Like all of that is so interesting. But meanwhile, most of the time in society, or at least our society, we're often talking about someone's weight, someone's muscle mass, someone's, skin you know, tone, skin tones, their hair, hair volume, like eye color. It's trash. I mean, their tushes. Yeah. We can't do. 
<laughs> we are butt people. So yeah, yeah. blue blue just had a donk. <laughs> magenta did. <laughs> magenta got that <laughs> but yeah i mean what a shame like it's there's so many things that are interesting about the body and then we're always stuck on or feeling the external pressure of society or putting it on ourselves that our body needs to be or look a certain way or even feel a certain way or feel a certain way like i yeah. need to feel energized all the time and maybe that's just not the space I need to be in. Yeah. And I think finding acceptance for our bodies, for what they do for us versus what they look like, it's it can be a challenge, you know, and, and something that I think we come back to over and over again and in different seasons of life. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who like has disordered eating in my past and will probably live with that because of the pressures of just being a human with these pressures placed on us you know every person I've ever met every single person I've ever met has some type of unhealthy behavior relationship or belief about their body food or how it's supposed to look and you know in those times where I'm like oh I'm over full or I've been eating high calorie high fat and low nutritious Mm -hmm. foods it's really easy to like allow those pressures that come from some society a thing that was created because humans needed connection or we needed yeah um some type of judgment or we needed some type of system in place and now it's turned into you know telling us that we're not valuable if it doesn't look the way that someone thinks it should right and the disordered eating piece is very um well it resonates also as someone who has that in my past or really just as something that I think of all the time Mm -hmm. like Julia said like it's just something that you work on every day and um, thinking about where it came from and how to manage or even just my thoughts about what my body should look like or I mean a good example um, that we were mentioning right before we started recording is like oh your legs let's say you know I'm self-conscious about my legs but then I'm not thinking about how many miles those legs have hiked or how many um, times I've been mountain biking using these legs and we all have something like we all have something that comes to our mind when we think about our bodies and it's different for everybody but I think there's a lot of pressure there for for Mm -hmm. our bodies to look a certain way and not be focused on those trails or the mountain biking or whatever especially the things that you can't change so people that are that feel put down because of the tone of their skin yeah the volume of their hair Mm -hmm. the you know dark circles under their eyes they were born with because they're anemic yeah the people that are were born with you know less fingers toes or limbs people that were born with cerebral dysfunction or spina bifida or whatever or people that had injuries where they lost parts of their bodies or lost functional functions of their bodies and you know when you're a kid you're taught not to stare at the kid in the wheelchair but I think staring at the kid in the wheelchair and asking the question of you know I see your body I see it's the same as mine it acts differently I think would have gotten rid of so much of that debate of like that divisive nature of every body has to look the same and when you're being when you're being put down for something that you cannot change Mm -hmm. it distracts from the whole idea that life is so much more than your vessel yeah it is life is such a big and you know wild experience and to be confined to the thought of 
what my body looks like in that experience is um, it, it's it takes us away from even being able to fully be there. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not able to be present. Yeah. Um, on one of our first episodes uh, on Perfect is Holding Us Back, we talked about being at the beach and having one of those moments early on where you're like, oh, I'm at the beach. But then you're worried about being at the beach in less clothing than you're used to. Mm. And you're not enjoying the ocean and the sand and all the stuff. And like how often that comes up for us. And um, I think that big emotions towards our bodies is that, you know, noteworthy too. you know, having anger towards our body, maybe for something that it it can't do for us or doesn't do for us anymore, or feeling even grief around something about our bodies, if it looks different in a different season. I mean, there, there are just so many big emotions that come with bodies. I think um, what you were talking about is like, when you start judging your legs, you forget how many miles they've taken you. But also like, if you're ever thinking that your body is inadequate, you're alive. Mm-hmm. You're adequate. Your 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 body is keeping your consciousness going, yeah. and that is so powerful. And so, even if you haven't walked a thousand miles, even if you've never biked, even if you've never walked, or you've never talked, or you've never moved, or you've never done anything, your body is so powerful that you are experiencing this podcast because of how powerful and how amazing it is. Absolutely, well said. So thank well you for listening. Said. Yeah, <laughs> and that's Again, it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and I think like speaking of seasonality, we wanted to touch on the seasons of life and how lucky we are to age um, and to see our body change and shift through the aging process. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes that is not the way that society would teach us to think about it. It's like, oh, you're aging, you're getting wrinkles, you're getting gray hair, you know, your body is <laughs> not looking like it once did. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's an absolutely inevitable part of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Aging is a sign of a life lived, yeah. right? Because so many people never get a chance to, to age or yeah. you never get to see members of your family that passed away young as an older person. And just as someone with like my parents getting older, seeing them age, it makes me so much more thoughtful on the, that time I have with them. And yeah. every wrinkle is a smile. Every forehead line is a scowl. Every crease on the cheek is a moment where you laughed. And yeah. when your skin starts sagging, it's because it no longer needs to look a certain way. You're not meant to you're you're not supposed to carry babies anymore. You're not supposed to look supple. You you your body is showing the signs of progressing through the season of life, which is something that shouldn't be ashamed. It shouldn't be covered. It shouldn't be hidden unless you want to by all means do your own thing. Yeah. But it, how lucky you are to get to age. Yeah, like the vessel that you're experiencing life in. And if you've been experiencing life for many, many moons, then yeah, that vessel will age just like any other organic thing in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Everything is, I mean, everything that lives ages and dies. I mean, we were thinking of just, you know, a tree becomes an acorn falls from a tree it grows it it lives it drops its own acorns it dies it falls it decays it gets eaten by the bugs and it becomes fertile soil and then those baby oak seeds that it dropped grow in its own mother's 
rotten corpse essentially <laughs> yeah and that's just the world we don't we don't cry for the old oak tree we don't worry about we don't look at the old lioness and say oh she looks old we say oh look how she's still alive look how powerful she is these scars are marks of of the journey for her right we don't judge anything for aging but ourselves so why would we do that to ourselves exactly and it's interesting to think about the dichotomy between human and nature that humans have created, it's almost as if that is why we fear aging in general, because we've created that separation in our minds between us and nature. So we're much less likely to accept that just like all things in nature, we too will age and we too should age, mm -hmm. you know, as a part of the life experience and yeah being alive i think it's that that greater consciousness too that we have it gives us a fear a tree does not fear death because it does not know life and there's also recent some um, like st studies in science that do animals know that they're going to die like mm. and it's it's kind of hard to tell at this point but certain primates and certain animals scientists believe are aware of life and death like how elephants will mourn their their loved ones when they yeah. when they die but overwhelmingly, most animals, they do not contemplate death because they're just living. And I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from humans is that we know we, we our consciousness has expanded to the point where we now understand death and we understand every person that has ever lived and that is living now will die. Right. And the other day I was thinking, how many people have died? Yeah. Period. Like, yeah. Trillions, trillions. I had like, what? That's an insane number. Yeah. Right? And we just are so afraid. We don't talk about it. We don't. Therefore, when someone ages, it's like reminds us I'm getting older. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of the fear comes from. Absolutely. And like the grieving of the different versions of ourselves from different chapters of life, too, where if you look at a decade, right, like your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, whatever decade you're looking at, and you look back at it and you're like, oh, man, like I was a certain way during that period of my life, or I could do certain things during that chapter of life. And then when you can't anymore, or when there's simply a change, I always think different and, you know, it's a different and this, not that it's necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It might just be different. Yeah. But um, how overwhelming that can feel when we're looking at the the whole picture and it's like oh my god <laughs> i yeah. can see it all i can see everything that has been and like it's just changing so fast i mean again like life is very short and very long yeah yeah i have wonder if getting older i've stopped caring about the way i look because i just for one don't have the energy or it's just simply that i when i look in the mirror i look to find joy instead of fault Mm -hmm. I now look and say, oh, look, my bicep or my my deltoid from focusing on my yoga practice or going for a run or doing purposeful movement or feeling like I'm getting stronger. And I can see those changes instead of, oh, I still have a little fat roll. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think health and vitality become more attractive internally, at least they have for me. It is not to say that that is all the time. I mm -hmm. mean, I think that feeling nervous about aging, feeling, you know, certain body insecurities, like those are so normal and certainly something that I experience. But I have noticed that shift over time that like 
in the last, you know, five years, there are more often than, than not when I'm looking at myself, I'm like, oh, wow, you look so healthy or wow, you look so strong or mm-hmm. you look so like bright, like internally bright, like whatever the thing is. Or when someone's like, hey, what's your favorite thing about your body? It's like, dude, my fucking brain. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like there's my soul, <laughs> like my liver, my liver. <laughs> That detoxifies, gets rid of all the bad stuff. That's true. I fucking love my liver. Thank you so much for not giving up on me yet. I love it. I she love drank it a little so heavily much. in her twenties, so I'm really thankful for her. Right? She's and thriving. It, whatever it is, thriving. liver. She's a she. Yes. Yeah. Like when people say, like, "What do you like about your body?" and like, the fact that I'm alive. Yeah, dude. Still working. Right. It's the most complex thing. It's so complex. And, and we just take it for granted. We take it for granted. We put her in all kinds of boxes that she doesn't need to be in. Um, and we make the most interesting thing about our existence being a certain aesthetic. And yeah. isn't it funny that that aesthetic changes every 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Like, according to society, there's always a different thing that we should be chasing after, whether it be that we should be younger or thinner or thicker or whatever. Like, it's always something different. Big butts, little butts, big butts, little butts, big lips, regular lips, big brows, no brows. Right? It's a bunch of racket. And so (laughs) it literally (laughs) is a bunch of racket. It literally is a racket. So at the end of the day, it's like, well, none of that even fucking matters. Like we're existing. We are in an, a vessel to have this experience on this planet. Go have it. Go have it. And like everything else will kind of work itself out. Stop. <laughs> if you're so worried about how your body looks, stop looking in the mirror. <laughs> stop. You don't need to see that shit. It's working. It's still there. Look down. It's still there. Good. Go about your day. Yeah. Well, it's a good point. Like when we get really nervous about um, like going out or going on like a date or something or you're gonna go to your first day at whatever like you're like oh my god my outfit like I gotta figure figure this out I gotta look a certain way and it's like you know what at a certain point you literally just have to go like you just have to go do the thing so that's a good point like do we care that much about what we look like when we're on the trail or when we're on a, a mountain bike or whatever no like we're in the process yeah. And we're just focused on what we're doing. I hope I look cool, but I don't think I don't think I need to look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope I look rad. Yeah. Like I hope my, my physical form looks cool up on that mountain. Yeah. I don't care if it looks traditionally sexy. Yeah. Like the, the most sexy I've ever felt is like swollen faced. Yes. Mashed potato dinner. <laughs> haven't showered in five days. Armpit hair to here. Yeah. Leg hair, toe hair, bush growing wild. Yes. And I'm like. I look fucking hot, right? Farmer's tan, all that. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Because it's like not so much rooted. I mean, going back to the original thought of how do we accept our bodies for what they do for us versus what they look like? And it's like, well, at a certain point, I think it just feels so fucking good. Like when you're aligned with what you want to be doing, whether it's hiking or biking or flying or whatever the fuck you're doing, and you're just in it and you're having a great time, like it is so easy to feel that where you're like, mm-hmm. damn, I feel fucking great. Like I feel yeah. aligned with myself. I feel sexy. I feel confident because those are the moments where it's clearer to us that all of those things are mindsets. Mm-hmm. All of those things are internal and they never really had that much to do with the external forces. Yeah. Yeah. And once you start appreciating your body for what it does, you start liking what it looks like. Yeah, man. Like I don't, I am, I 
like went on this mission last year to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. It turned into, I just want to feel healthy. Yeah. I haven't lost, I'm, I mean, I've lost some weight and gained it back, but I'm right back where I was last year when I was like, I need to lose weight. But I love what my body has been doing. I haven't lost a pound, but I look in the mirror and I fucking love my body. Absolutely. Because I'm now proud of what it does instead of what it looks like. Yeah. And the whole the whole idea of wanting to lose doing all of these fitness things to lose weight was never the should have never been the answer. The answer should have been I want to feel better about my body. I want to feel better about what it does, not how it looks. And once I switched the mindset from I hope I look skinnier to I hope I look fucking strong or I hope it I hope I can do this squat. Now I do that squat. and I'm like, I look fucking good because I can do that squat. Yeah. And like functional fitness, too. Mm. I think a lot about like how can I exercise, you know, because that certainly is like an important part of health, but like, how can I exercise to be able to do the things I want to do in nature? Mm-hmm. So when I started catering my workouts to being able to, um, you know, bike well, have a lot of endurance, um, things that would help me focus, you know, things that would help me get out of emergency situations mm-hmm. like all of those run away things. from the bear yeah like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah the bear goes i'm hungry but then could you spare a i'm very hungry we were so hungry please may i have another but yeah like how much easier it was for me not just to get to my gym or whatever because I knew I was doing it for a bigger goal than just looking a certain way but it also helped me mentally it was much less exhausting and draining for me to be pushing towards this like shit that had no purpose like looking a certain way does not have any fucking purpose like but being able to show up do something, experience life, like those are very different things. Yeah. And there's so many people, this was good that you brought it up. There's so many people that go to the gym to look a certain way and they look strong. (laughs) You put them in a real world scenario. They can't be. Honey, (laughs) all those muscles for one. It's true. And so we can't like necessarily believe all those things. You know, if we're like, you know, how do I accept my body for what it is? versus uh, or what it does for me versus like how it looks right it's like well we're getting to do things that maybe other people can't do I mean even those people like you said if it's someone who looks like they do right like oh that person's so buff or whatever but then they can't actually maybe they can't hike 10 Mm -hmm. miles they don't have the endurance for it they haven't trained for that they've trained for aesthetics yeah yeah very different very different. Very different. Very different. <laughs> and that's why once I stopped wanting to look a certain way and I just wanted to feel a certain way, my body took care of the rest. And she I look does. better because I feel better. You look amazing. I, and yeah. I feel great. Yes. And you feel, feel the best great. I've ever felt. Yes. Absolutely. I think it's interesting to like look back on the different times. I mean, I feel like my body has shown up in so many different ways and different chapters and um and it never worked well when you were f- solely focused on just the way it looked. It didn't. Nope. It didn't. And even if I um, <laughs> maybe l- looked uh, societally in a, like, societally pleasing, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Um, 
it doesn't necessarily mean I was healthy. It doesn't mean I was on the right trajectory mm-hmm. for me. Um, and my experience that I was having in those moments was not as full or as expansive as it is today. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to say is your body is just a vessel. If you take care of it, yeah. it will take care of you. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and that is our episode. And that is our episode. <laughs> well said. So yes. just go and love your body and it's going to look the way it looks. Absolutely. Accept that shit. <laughs> yeah. If you fucking, you know, love yourself, accept yourself, like love and accept the experience, you know, always treat treat your body with respect and the rest works itself out and it's gonna look good because you're gonna love it it's gonna love you it's gonna be love on love just love on love it's love all light and love, love baby light and love, baby. <laughs> okay have a <Bye>. good week <laughs> see you next wednesday <laughs>